people, 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 good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome back to another, of course, Tony Robbins podcast. No, actually, this is Arsenio Buck, but I'm just saying, I'm doing, I'm going over the uh, Tony Robbins Unshakable book, bringing to you today the wealth book. Okay, I'm going to stop preaching. Now, I want you guys to, of course, tune into the blog that's going to be, of course, debut uh, right now, as a matter of fact. But at the same token, I really want you to ask yourself these questions, especially in the blog. You can actually look at the questions. If you just want to hear me out, that's completely fine. But here we go. What would it feel like to know in your mind, in your heart, and in the very depth of your soul that you'll always be prosperous? To know with absolute certainty that no matter what happens in the economy, stock market, real estate, whatever you want to call it, you'll always have financial security for the rest of your life. To know that you'll possess an abundance that will enable you to not only take care of your family's needs, but also, of course, to use it as joy and to help others. Think about it that way. I remember the first time I ever did a company by the name of Primerica. I know it's a very, it's one of those uh, insurance things. I don't even know if it's still around, but this is about 10 years ago. This is when I was getting introduced to the game. Um, and the most interesting thing about doing this company is that they almost asked me those very same questions at that specific moment. And of course, you know, as you know, life started rolling out, I started asking myself these questions and I'm like, oh, well, maybe that was a scam. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Guys, I'm not even like when it comes to the stock market, this or that, I'm not even talking about that. Like, what are you doing to enable others to, or, uh, to make their lives easier? What are you doing? Like, the thing is, I just got offered. Remember, I just um, as a matter of fact, I didn't mention it to you, but. An Indian company, uh, a global a global communications company, wants me to teach sales a sales team out here in Bangkok. And the thing is, I'm what I was just making that measly thirteen dollars an hour at my old job that I was making for three and a half years. I'm gonna be making six times that in the same hour, probably up to ten times that in the same hour. See, do I wake up every day? wondering, oh, I don't have any money. Do I have any money? Do I have this? Do I have that? Absolutely not. I am so content with where I am, but can I be even more content? Now, I know ultimately this year, when this year unfolds and unravels and we get into the dusk of the new year, I'm going to look at my accounts and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself, but at the same time, whatever's in my account at that, same, at that particular moment doesn't really matter. Because I'm always out there to change others' lives, such as your lives, such as my ESL podcasters' lives. Like, that podcast is bigger than my personal development podcast, which I'm very angry about. But at the same moment, at the same token, my favorite word of the day, I'm so grateful that people are tuning into my blog, my website. Now I have my own PDF. I can start creating this. I have a price list. I have this. I what like what made me I really need to dig deep and ask myself what happened over the course of this but guys I really want you to ask yourself this I want to you know for those of you who are working those dead end jobs around the world especially in America like like if you lose your job right now for whatever reason you can't collect unemployment checks then what I remember I I told you guys the situation 15 years ago where you know I was a sophomore in high school and my mom was going through a massive Zotus. She got fired and everything. She didn't even want to collect unemployment. Man, we got the power cut off. I was 15 years old. 
I started, you know, at that same particular moment, I was going through, um, uh, what was it? I was going through a lot of different things in terms of, you know, psychological issues. Because then every time I played a game or every time I played against my brother, I would get so angry when I lose. I would lose my temper. That was at the same time because my, we didn't have financial security. I used to go home and say, hey, mom, so what do we have? She's like, I'm sorry, I don't have any food today. You know, I'm going to try to get some food, this and that. I mean, it was a difficult two to three months in my household. You know, there was times where I had I got in a big fight at my brother at marching band practice. I went back home. My mom got so angry and she was blaming me for everything. I ran away for a day. She didn't speak to me for about a month. I mean, these things, it all was centered around money. It really was. Because if money and everything was calm and cool and everything and collective, at that specific juncture in my life, I don't think I would have ever been depressed for the first time in my life. See, I never want, if I ever have kids... I never want to go through those things that I've been through in the past. Remember the other thing I told you about what, back 21 years ago? I got nothing to hide. I could tell everyone my story. I'm not ashamed of it either. My father had to get water from a casino to flush the toilets at home because our water got cut off. You know what's the most shocking part about it? Both my mother and father had a job. Where was the money going? See what I mean? These are the things I ask myself. But, of course, I never replicate. We, uh, as children, of course, as a new generation, I'm Generation Y, but I feel like I'm Generation G because the newer generations that are coming up right now are magnificent. And I'm very excited about what's about to happen in the world. Um, but looking back, you never want to replicate something that bad that occurred in your life and, you know, do the same thing if you bring so- another child into, you know, basically have a kid. You don't want to do that, Right. You want to have that financial stability. You want to have that financial security. But the thing is, I never let those situations create the overall blueprint of money in my life. Why? Because, well, I just knew that it wasn't my fault. It was my parents' fault. Just because they were broke, that doesn't mean I have to be broke. See what I mean? So, you know, Tony Robbins, he wrote in his book, and this is, we're, get, we're getting into the wealth book. We're getting into a lot of things now. There are going to be a lot of things coming at you, a lot of things that I probably said in the past in terms of his money, uh, master the game and whatnot, but I'm just going to take you guys down this road because all of us need to go down this road because a lot of people, they get angry when they start talking about money or start talking about politics or start talking about this. It's because they get triggered. It's because there, there's some insecurities boiled up inside of them. You really need to be blunt with yourself and ask yourself, are you happy with your finances right now? See, listen, right now, Tony Robbins, he was talking about, man, we do live in a crazy world. See, if you look at it this way, he was talking about in his book that central central bankers are still fighting a huge battle to revive the economy. There's still... They're still like uh, experimenting with all these like these radical policies and you know what that (laughs) everything that has happened in the past. We're still trying to figure out what has happened. Do you think we're do you think he's exaggerated? Do you think I'm exaggerating? Look at it this way. First world countries such as Switzerland, Sweden, Germany, Denmark and Japan now have negative interest rates. Now, let me put it in perspective how insane that is. The whole purpose of the banking system is for you to make a profit by loaning money to the banks so they can lend it out to others. But you know what? People around the world now have to pay banks to accept their hard work and its savings. Can you believe that? The Wall Street Journal wanted to discover when the world last experienced, of, of course, those negative interest rates. 
It's been 5,000 years since, of course, the dawn of the entire bank. 5,000 years. That's how far we've come from living in a normal world right now. You know, borrowers get paid to borrow and savers get punished for saving. In this upside down environment right now, safe investments such as, you know, the high quality bonds, they offer such terrible returns that it's something that all of us would literally laugh at. Let me just put it, let me put it to you in this perspective. I'm going to say this really, really slowly because he said a very, very important point in his book. He said he recently learned that the finance arm of Toyota had issued a three-year bond that yields just 0.001%. At that rate, it would take you literally 69,300 years to double your money. So now we're rolling into this uncertainty. Now you guys are saying, okay, well, now that is scary. What the hell is going on out here? Should I even try saving my money? How can I double my money? How can I do this? How can I develop the financial security? Going through all the hard times I've been through, such as what you've been through, Arsenio, I get it. But now what? Well, the thing is, uncertainty breeds opportunity. See, remember with the whole Facebook, the analytical, Cambridge analytical, whatever you want to call that crazy stuff. Mark Zuckerberg, of course, you know, going before Congress and then chastising him, criticizing him for all these other things, asking him questions that he couldn't answer whatsoever. That's where the opportunity is, because now all those Facebook ads, suddenly they've decreased. People are shutting down their Facebook, you know, their pages are like, oh, my God, my my, you know, my data and all my files, everything's being leaked. I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, my God, I'm going to shut down Facebook. But see, that is the opportunity for you to use Facebook even more, because you know what? All these ads, these Facebook ads are going to be doubled up very, very soon. It's going to be so pricey. Like right right now, you can actually set up an ad for one to two dollars in about 10 years. It's going to be like 10 to 50 dollars. I can tell you that right now. Just for one day, one ad, one day, literally, you cannot pay the underprice. You cannot pay the, you know, the base price of $1 anymore. It's going to be like 10 to $50. Everything is so underpriced right now. And this is what I'm telling you guys right now. There are so many things, especially with the crypto world. And it's funny, I was watching the Hodge twins in terms of that. And they were like, oh, one guy said, oh, you know, Bitcoin's used to, you know, on the black market and this and that, and it's going to be shut down real soon. Well, the thing is, I mean, look what's happening around the world ever since the, you know, 150 years ago. We use our currency to fuel the world, you know, fuel wars right now. So if anything, we need to shut down regular local currency. I'm talking about the USD, the AUD, the New Zealand dollar, the British sterling, this, that. They shut it all down. Because, well, we're using it in a negative way. It's fueled on the black market. It's easy to do. It's just outlandish. Guys, there's a lot of uncertainty happening right now. And so this is why I really want to get into the depths of this book and do it as much as I possibly can, probably three days a week, so I can really let you into the world of opportunity. Because there's so much uncertainty, there's a lot of good stuff that's happening. And the thing is, we always take things, you know, based based off face value. You know, we look at someone, we judge them. If it's a if it's someone, you know, sagging, pans down to the crack of his ass, and he has a long shirt covering down to his knees, we autom- we automatically assume that he is a gangster, et cetera, et cetera. That's face value. That's what so many human beings, ninety nine percent of the human beings on the planet, do that. 
But if you actually dig deep and figure out the character of that human being, you realize, oh my God, that's LeBron James. Yeah, he used to wear that. He used to wear long this. He used to wear long that or baggy this or baggy that. I'm just telling you right now, based on finances, based on what's happening in the world, based on cryptocurrency, do not listen to what you see on face value. This is why I tell all of you to stay away from the goddamn news because there is nothing good about the news and it's all false. If someone says this or someone says, oh, 9-11, oh, the, oh some bit, do you believe that? Just saying. Are you going to take everything face value just like you took everything face value with Vietnam War, thought we were actually going out there to save people rather than committing a genocide? No, just saying. Everything you see is not what it seems, and that's why I'm taking you on this roller coaster of a thrill ride. So, guys, stay tuned for the next one. Sorry that I did not post this in the morning. Got really, really backed up. Had to do some, you know, some teaching very early in the morning. And now I'm basically going on to another place. So this is debuting in the evening. And of course, tomorrow morning, you got another one coming. And I'm going to have to bang out as much as I can within that four-hour period. So stay tuned for that. And again, guys, thank you so much for all of your support around the world. Italy, Switzerland, you name it. All of you guys are awesome. Americans, British, you name it. Love you all. And if you got any questions, please let me know. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.